I don't want a great big crowd where I can't handle them. Now, you know what I call a great big crowd? 10,000 and more of people. You can't pastor that many people. Oh, I know why you have to, you have to have this or that, amen, but you got to know the people and the people know you. Then it's still some of everything in the church. All right, let me ask you a question before we get there. And I want you to talk to me because I got something. Amen. I read that reading the Lord didn't let me find nobody tonight. How many believe that the apostolic preachers of, of the apostolic church are, is too strict in their belief? How many believe that? How, how many believe that we are too strict? Now you believe in others, as many religious groups as we got around the city and in the world. We are holding fast to that nobody right but us. Huh? We who are apostolic, we who are preaching and teaching the apostles' doctrine. I don't believe from the depths of my heart that is but one truth. Huh? There is one plan for salvation. I believe that. And we all must be teaching and preaching the same thing. But how many of you disagree with that? You go across town to hear something else which is way different from what you are hearing here. And you will support it. Just because there's a big crowd. Do you know what separates us from the world is the name of Jesus and being like him. Folks can fake when it comes to the Holy Ghost. They can babble and the devil don't even fight tongues anymore. Well, I should say, he don't fight the Holy Ghost. But when he come to the baptism in Jesus' name, they'll go all around it. But we are holding to it. That churches in our city and growth, they have bypassed us. Amen. But who's right? Who's living right? Who really got the truth? Only the truth is going to help you to make it. Not no half truth. You got to know where you are. I can say, as I've been saying, I'm glad. I got saved where I got saved. I'm glad when God pulled me out of the world and put me where the truth was, I'm glad that I didn't have to go any further than I went. Ain't nothing in the world is right 
but what the apostles taught. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. What's over in the Old Testament that was good for the church that needed to be interpreted, they brought it over here. You never would have understood nothing in the Old Testament if it hadn't been for them. They brought it over that you may understand what it takes and what God was talking about that we must have in these last days. You never would have knew what Isaiah was talking about when he was talking about Jesus. But they interpreted and all that we wanted to know is for the plan of salvation is over here in the New Testament. It tells us in the Old Testament about the law being types of shadows of good things to come. That's the way it was the real thing. Salvation was there in the Old Testament, but that's where they go. But it was leading for up to the truth. And yet Jesus was back there. But you got to know in what form or how he was back there. I'm still saying nothing is right but this. Then the Bible said, don't error. And I haven't thought yet where Jesus errored one time. I know he said, I always done those things that was pleasing in his father's sight. So we should be the same way. Every one of these preachers that came up under me ought to have my spirit. Everyone, everyone, every member. God will bless some of you even to go higher. I don't want my preachers to just level off with me. I want to even go higher. Because like I said that I done got as high as God want me to go. But I'm, te I'm still teaching school in order to help you. Ephesians 3 and 17 says that Christ that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Christ, Christ, you got to believe he is there. You can't see him. You may not can feel him, but you got to believe he's there. How many believe that they brought him in here tonight? Huh? You should believe that if you know that you haven't done nothing wrong, if you feel that you have lived right, Thank you, Lord. if you feel that you have lived holy, you. you must feel that you brought him in here with you. 
Hallelujah. Yes, we is his children. We is a part of him. If you can believe that, it will do something to your spirit. He must dwell in us. He did not come to get in us to leave us. He is to dwell in us day and night. You wake up with him on your mind. Read that again. That Christ, that Christ may dwell in your heart. That he may dwell, then that uh, which say dwell means that he is in there. And he's not out and in, he dwell, he's in there to stay. That he dwell in your heart. By faith. By faith. It takes faith. Let's read the Bible and say without faith, it's impossible to please God. I should believe my faith. I got him with me all the time. He is in me. When I don't feel him, he's there. By faith. Why? Because the Bible said that he's there. Hallelujah. What God has said when he comes to his word I don't believe nothing else is right. Regardless who bring it on, what platter they bring it on, however they fix it up, ain't nothing right but this. The baptism in the name of Jesus, being filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongue and living right will take you right to heaven and nothing else. Give me vision 2 and 20. And are built upon. Now I'm skipping on this because you know why? You have been here before. So if you want to catch the rest of it, you can. But I'm trying to expedite time to let you know or try to get you to see and to hear what I'm fixing to say. A built upon. The foundation. A built upon that must be a foundation. Amen. You can't just build upon anything. Amen. There are people that is built up on anything and it won't stand. You can't make it off of anything. Amen. You ain't going to be happy every day. Amen. Amen. Just like you won't be sad every day, but I get you, you won't be happy every day. Amen. You won't be rejoicing every day. Amen. 
Do you know what? If some of you had counted your costs before you got into this thing, you wouldn't be in it tonight. You believe that? It's true. I'm going to say it again because you didn't say nothing. If some of you had counted your costs before you got in this thing or in this way, you wouldn't be in it tonight. Amen. You didn't know it was going to cost you this much. You wasn't looking for this. Anybody and everybody would like to be happy every day. But it doesn't work like that. In this way, cause for striving and reaching out with every nerve sometime in your body, trying to make it. It's just like some of you that I would say, well, I guess you say amen on this. If some of you had known that you was marrying who you married, before you married them, you wouldn't have been married tonight. Now you know that's the truth. Well, you weren't looking for all those things that you felt that you might suffer. You weren't looking for that. You wish it had been a honeymoon all the way through. <laughs> but you missed out on it. But to, but to have a determination and to have Jesus in your life, you can master anything. Anything. Where was we? Verse 20. Verse 20. And are built upon. We are building and built upon. We got something to start building on. Huh? The foundation has already been laid. And anybody that's trying to build without building on the foundation. Of the apostles. Something is wrong with it. We are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And prophets. Jesus Christ Himself. Now, Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone. Jesus Christ Himself is the foundation, and not only the foundation, He is more than the foundation. He is the walls, He is the cornerstone. He's the building. He's everything. He covers all. And all you got to do is to get in it and live like he say live. I'm glad I got the Holy Ghost. I'm glad I got it when I got it. Nobody in the world, listen to me, nobody in the world can convince me that I don't have the Holy Ghost. Huh? They can't convince me. 
I know I accept the water baptism in Jesus' name, but I did. And I know that I've had some experience with, with God, some experiences with God that I know quite a few haven't had. Jesus used to do all kind of things with me. He was so nice to me at times, and I wonder why he was being so nice. But you know what he was telling me? You're just a baby. I, I'm going to take you for a ride. And the ride ain't going to be easy. Thank you, Lord. Amen. When I first got saved, I enjoyed church so I enjoyed it. I love church. I love Bible class. I love to just come to church, church, church in Detroit. I just love, and when I get up to testify, I would just get up and it seemed like the spirit would elevate me. And I, I thought that, I still think that I was elevated. Sitting down in the air, just sitting down and testifying, that just a little bit higher than you that down there. I wasn't as high as I am now up here, but I was testifying. It just seemed like he just had me just float in space. And it was so good. But you know what? When Jesus, when God filled me with the Holy Ghost, when he stopped speaking through me, he stretched my mouth. God knows I couldn't help it. And I laughed. I laughed. I know nothing about what I laughed about. Oh, it, it, it was so nice. It was so nice. Amen. He gives you joy. He'll make you laugh when you don't know what you're laughing about. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you. Oh, he's so good. When he trusts me with what I got and what I'm bringing you, he took all excuses away. But you got to love him first before you'll be able to do his will. You got to love him. And I do love him. I believe I love him with all of my heart. You know why I believe that? There's nothing that I got too good that I won't give him because he got everything himself already. There's nothing that I won't do for him. And I want him to be first in my life all the time. I'm happy when I feel that I'm making him happy. But this is his way. He said to build up on the foundation of the, of apostles, the apostles and prophets. And prophets built up Jesus Christ himself. Oh, listen to what he said. Jesus Christ himself. Being the chief cornerstone. Being the chief cornerstone. In whom. Now listen. Oh, yes. All right. In whom. All the buildings. All the building, now look at this building here. All of this building here is tied 
and is a part of the foundation. The foundation had to be faced. And all the rest of the building is connected to the foundation. Oh, that's the part that I like. You shouldn't have no doubts in your mind. If anybody say they are climbing up some other way or got it some other way, you can tell them that they're wrong. Amen. You don't have to agree with them. Amen. It's right by itself. Things are happening now that they haven't been happening all the time. Three people that we know of in the city of Jackson have died this week without warning. It could have been you. It could have been me. You ain't living and you ain't here just because you was good. Probably was worse off than the one that God took. And it's happening all over the world. I'm trying to work your mind up. I'm trying to tell you, and they ain't crying it out loud, but I'm trying to tell you that Jesus is on his way back. And God knows he's coming back for his church. And you can't be halfway in. You can't be making provision for yourself. We are interested in things more than we are interested in God's things. Now, you don't like to hear that, do you? What will make you happy? Things. Things. What will make God happy? You doing his will and his things. Go to the book of Galatians. I just quoted chapter 1 and verse 6. Oh, the Lord is so good. Oh, yes, he, is. he is so good. Yes, he, is. he allowed all of us to be in here before he let the rain start. Yes, and now, anybody want to go home? Get up. Go. Now, it may be some still got to come in. And they don't want to go back home. But I guarantee you, when they get out of whatever they're riding in, they go run to try to get in here. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. Galatians 1 and 6. This is some people that was once walking with the Lord, knew the truth, and they done got weak. 
They used to believe the truth, but now they believe anything. Some of us believe anything, we go anywhere. All these so-called churches over the city, and you visit them too. Huh? If you ain't right, you're wrong. The Bible said, don't strengthen the hand of the evildoers. That's the reason I say, don't you think we apostolic people is too strict? Do you think we know what we're saying? We're saying ain't nobody right but us. You don't believe that. You got two and three wives. You don't believe that. I'm not talking about natural wives. I'm talking about spiritual things now. Anything you become a part of, take a part in, support something that you are not even in, but you believe that they are right. Then what do you believe? The Bible even tells us if you're joined with somebody that ain't saved, God forbid you to join yourself with them after you get saved. But you're joined with them and they are not saved. For at one time, both of you all were the same. But now you're saved, and she or he isn't saved, and don't want even a part of it. You're doing all you can to try to get along with him or with her, and they don't want it. And they'll tell you they don't want it. Then the Bible said to you, I'm going to give you your freedom. If the unbeliever depart, let him depart. Let him go if he don't want to stay. If he don't want no part of the church, don't want no part of Christ, let him go. A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases. Didn't the Bible say that? Don't you think God is setting us free? But people that don't know the Bible don't know the truth, yet they fear God. They will say, whoever you was married to out there, both of y'all was unsaved, you got saved, yet y'all was divorced, and you done married again and again, then you got to go back to your first wife. And she's a heathen, or he is a heathen. Go back there. That's the way they understand marriage. Do you agree with him? You say you don't until that come to happen to you. That's why that the Bible said again that the priest's lips should keep knowledge. 
if God made me responsible for you, he's going to hold me accountable if I teach you or tell you something wrong. I must be sure that I'm right myself. Oh, listen. These people had the Holy Ghost baptized in Jesus' name. Going on. But they ran into something. Somebody came along preaching strange doctrine. That's reading Paul say, look, when I leave, when I leave, grievous wolves is going to come in. Not spare the flock. They don't care nothing about what you was under, how long you say you had this or whatnot. Not sparing it at all. But they coming in to tap and to destroy and to do a harm. If God see fit to take me tonight, I guarantee you that there will be such a big disturbance in this church among people who you thought were saved, preachers who you thought were saved, you'll find out. They will even get to fight. Trying to get somebody out for themselves. That's terrible. But that's all the devil is waiting on. He ain't afraid of you. He's waiting on me. Get me out of the way. Bind the strong man. Get him out of the way for And we are handling others. If you don't believe it, you won't set yourself in a defense way in order to receive it. It will happen. The devil is just waiting for an opportunity. I'm telling you the truth. He's waiting on an opportunity. Doctors can't come as long as there's light. But in opportunity, as soon as the light comes, doctors, it's right there. It don't have to come away across town, doctor. Say, I'll be there after a while. It's right there as soon as light disappears, darkness. Bishop Hancock said to me, when the Lord spoke to me, just like I'm speaking to you and God knows, I know he did, because he was preparing me, getting me ready to send me down here. 
I was down praying in Greater Bethlehem Temple Church on Clinton Street there in Detroit. And while I was down there praying, God said to me, if he didn't, he didn't call me to preach. Now, you don't have to believe either one of them. You don't want to. But while I was down praying, he said to me, he said, you came to a good place when you came here. I thought he was talking about a good place in the church to pray. See how ignorant we can be? And I, I, I said, thank you, Lord. I thought, you know, I found out later that he wasn't talking about the place in the church, a special place. He was talking about Greater Bethlehem Temple Church there and the leadership who I was under. If I hadn't got to teach it like I did from Bishop Hancock, where would you be tonight? What truth would you have? You'd be surprised. So I went to Bishop Hancock after I found out what the Lord told me. Bishop Hancock said to me, he said, yes, son, I believe it was God that told you that. Say, whatever you hear the teaching here, you don't have to change it for nothing. You don't have to change it. Then after I got what God wanted me to get there, then God sent me down here to you. And Lord, did I have it. If I had known what I, that I was going to run into what I did, I'd have told the Lord, not me, I don't want to preach. If I had known that it was suffering in the cup like it was, I said, Lord, I don't want it. Cried of many days, many nights, and it is true that time I fell on my face to pray. I'm talking about that I actually fell on my face to pray. So heavy burden and crying until coming. And I was so heavy until I didn't just bow on my knees. I fell down on my knees. Hallelujah. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. But yet you're not mine. You belong to him. Knowing what I know now, if he tell me to go back and do it again, I'll do it again. Knowing what I know now, if God tell me, he said, break up being pastor and become a missionary or an evangelist. Leave everything and go to Africa, I'll do it. Leave everything and go to what is this little place that they, uh, it's the poorest country, Haiti. Go there. Well, you can't even hardly get food to eat. Go there, nothing but look like skeletons. If you want to be saved, you'll do what he say do. trying to make a reputation if God tell me to sit down until he come back it's my job to sit down 
But I'm wrong if he tells me to do something and I fail to do it. Lord, you're my boss. If I don't do nothing, it's because you ain't telling me to do nothing. But I'm going to wait until I hear from you. This is the way that he got it fixed. You follow orders. I don't care what you do or what you say or what seems good to you. You don't do it unless God tells you to do something. God said, look, don't touch the ark. I don't care how... that ark if you touch it you gonna die now that seemed like that ought to be a little unfair don't it come on you don't have to be afraid of God they say it seem like it now don't it seem like it that's unfair doesn't it seem like that you're innocent and God gonna kill you cause you're trying to do good you want to look up at him and say Lord I don't think he was right I promise you, he won't kill you. Not right now. But he said, don't touch it. If you touch it, you're going to die. The priest carried the ark on their shoulders and it tilted as though it was going to fall. This man ran and helped with it and grabbed it to keep it from falling. Good, good. He died on the spot. I didn't say he went to hell because I don't know. But before he even he could think, but God had said it. Did God mean what he said? Your intentions may be good, but if God forbid, he forbid. You don't lean to your own understanding. You must feel God. If God can get you to fear him and to reverence him, this is what God is requesting from you. The whole duty of a man is to fear God, fear God. Not when it's lightning and thunder, not when it's danger, but to fear God and keep his commandments. We don't fear him. We try to serve him without fear. But it doesn't work like that. God knows we, we are nuts. He know we're crazy. He know we need teaching. He know we're dumb. If 
everything that God wants us to do, he tells us when to do it, how to do it, what to do and everything. He don't allow you to lead to your own understanding about nothing. Never was nothing God told you to do that he didn't tell you how to do it. But because you think this way is the best way to do it, and you do it that way, then you're wrong. This is God's way. You don't teach God, he teach us. Teach them to observe all things. Then somebody else has to be taught before they can teach you. God got special people that he teach and he show. And they must apply the same thing to you. Amen. That's when you don't look at this thing education-wise. God educates whoever he wants to when it comes to him. I love him for it. I hear some people shouting for a while, stayed in the church for a while until another group came along. I don't allow just anybody to do two things. And that is to teach Bible class and to preach the Sunday morning messages. You can't do it. You have to be walking with God long enough. But you think you know who I preach the Sunday morning message. Oh, no, you don't. anybody do it that's the time the people need to be fed and you can't feed them with the wrong meshes I tell the choir and the musician Sunday morning service is different from another sermon. you don't come in jumping or shouting and, and uh, praising God and clapping real fast and everything no we are eating It's different. What do you think Jesus meant when he said to Peter, he didn't tell the rest of them. He said, Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Yes, Lord. Feed. Feed my sheep. Feed them. Anybody can't do it. Doesn't matter how well you can preach. You got to have something from God to give them a hungry, starving soul that's been out there fighting with the devil all the week long. Some of them come in wounded and everything. They really need something. And when they, when the service is over and you ain't give them nothing, the devil can battle them down that next week. Oh, they ain't got no power. Look at them. Feed my sheep. Feed my lamb. Sometimes you got to feed them together. But you got to know what to give the sheep 
and the Lamb also. Lamb can't eat what a sheep eat. So finally Peter got the measures. And he knew that he was responsible. I look at these people. Been walking with God. How long have you been walking with God? Some of you have been walking with God for 25 and 30 some odd years in here right now. And you want me to tell you the saying that is so pitiful, so pitiful about it. You start to walk in with him here, 25 and 30 some out of here, and you ain't even got no further than here. When you're supposed to be way down there. Something is wrong. You have a dwarf spirit. A midget spirit. You ain't growing, number one, because you think you know it. Can't nobody teach you. But people can tell you something. Even if you don't accept it. I don't like to sweep you don't get your broom and sweep. When I first got in the drawing and got a job at Pontiac, the first thing that they gave me was a broom. Sweeping the plant. Not just a room or floor, but the plant. Just a broom. Sometime a stiff broom and a and a push broom. I got tired of that. But I pushed it. And I pushed it. And I was tempted to leave. Because I didn't want that kind of a job. But I stayed there. Couldn't sweep with gloves on. But I had to do it. You know what made me really do it? I needed the money. And finally, they elevated me to a wide vendor, waking in the foundry. You should know, you, you, you worked at Ford. No, I didn't work at Ford, but I worked at General Motor. A wide vendor. Then the Lord started dealing with my spirit. Amen. I was faithful on that broom. See, but you, oh no, I can't do this yet. Oh no, no, no. But honey, if God puts you on a broom, he thinks just as much of you as he got the one up there on the mountain. It ain't what you want. You want to be looked upon uh, in the eyes of the people where they can thank you so much. <laughs> but look at him, took little David, a shepherd boy. Huh? Mighty sheep. Smell like a sheep. 
didn't have to have no education to be a shepherd boy. Had to be out when the others was in, minding the sheep. But he was faithful in minding the sheep and God took that little shepherd boy and elevated him to a king. Lord have mercy. This is the way God will do. You don't elevate yourself. Just wait. Have Job said, out of all of my appointed time, I'm going to wait until my change of my time come. Amen. I didn't rob other churches to get no members. Oh, no, I didn't. I got a few here from other churches, but I didn't rob them. I didn't go there and tell them that you need to come over here to Greater Bethlehem Temple. Sometimes I tease some of them, you know, if they, if they got, uh, maybe these are good songstuff, musician. Uh, sometimes I say, I'm going to get you. But God doesn't work like that. I have one wife. And God says, whether I love her or not, I got to keep her. He didn't say separate yourself from her because you don't love her, she don't love you. And all of my children, some of them is obedient, some disobedient, but I got to love them. If they don't love me, I got to love them right on anyway. Galatians 1 and 6 said, What? I marvel. I marvel. I'm surprised. That you and I don't blame him for saying what he said. Hell, you are supposed to be way down the road. Thought that you had got down and got steadfast confidence in you and now look at you that's the reason I'm so surprised that some of you that go to sleep in Bible class or don't attend Bible class in time somebody else come with the same thing maybe I've been telling what is that I ain't never heard that before they didn't make me look dumbish ain't heard that why were you You meant to tell me this is the way they, they really think they go in there. Well, oh, they, they, they get off somewhere. I had to set Coleman's members straight. That's what they say. I marvel that ye are so soon That removed. you are so soon. It didn't take much. You know why? You wasn't rooted in ground. It didn't take but a little shaking to get you from being steadfast. Didn't he tell us to be steadfast? Now anybody can take that part of the scripture and run away. The Baptists can do the same thing to hold who they got. 
methods or whoever they, they quote that same scripture to you, to their congregation. Say, look, you shouldn't be doing this. The Bible says be steadfast. He wasn't talking to them. He was talking to the church. You ain't got the truth. God never told you to be steadfast. You ain't been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. He never told you to be steadfast. But they will apply where you leave them alone. That you're so soon removed from him. You're so soon removed from him. That called you. That has called you. I didn't do it. He did it. That has called you. Into the grace of Christ. Into the grace of Christ. Unto another gospel. Unto another, another one. Well, there is but one. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism. There is but one. Don't you know is something wrong with us when there's a church going up here, there's a church going up there, there's a church going over there, and we're all supposed to be the same thing. But that's what's happening. And you don't make it no better, you support them. Now don't say you're one because you're not. I'm glad God sent me to do what I'm doing when the time was tough. When you wasn't preaching for fame and for money. Preaching when you wasn't popular. Preaching when folks made fun of you. Preaching when people didn't believe you. Preaching when you didn't have nothing and the folks didn't have nothing. Who would have thought that had you on Sunday morning taken up a dollar and 50 cents? Pre preaching to people that the, the ground was their floor. Sleeping on the ground. Nothing to eat. And you go preach to them folks. You teach, and Lord knows I was just as faithful as I am now. Shouting, for he started the church. Getting out there on the ground. Shouting, and you're talking about a dust. The dust was in the air. But we love God back there. We serve God back there. And you had to be good and saved if you saw a sister in the church you wanted. Because you didn't get her just by coming there and trying to get her company. Wouldn't pay you no attention. Amen. So soon removed. Somebody is trying to walk with God because of what you got. The job you got. Who you got. But I'm serving and walking with him because I love it. Oh yes, I love it. I can say he is mine. All in all. Hallelujah. He wants you to love him like that. 
He wants you to brag on him like that. Amen. Would you really mean it? I marvel that you're so soon removed. From him that called you. From him that called you. You. Into the grace of Christ. Into the grace of Christ. Unto another gospel. He's calling you to do something for him. Now he told you from the beginning that there wasn't but one gospel. Now here's another gospel. Which one are you going to believe? Which one is right? Which one are you going to be steadfast in? Into another gospel. Which is not another. He said it is not another one. Such the scripture, there's not another one. There is but one gospel. There is but one plan for salvation. Then what about all of the rest of these that is against this? No wonder every church opposes this church. It's because this church got something the others don't have. This church don't agree with what they have. But yet you support them. Do you have what you need? I'm not worried about multitudes. I'm not worried about how they're making progress. I'm concerned about helping you to get to heaven. That is what I'm concerned about. And the coming of the Lord is closer than you think. Lord, have mercy. You may not believe it, but it is. I'm just keep on telling you. I'm just keep on telling you. You don't believe it, but you will believe it after a while. When Walmart, these stores, get through, cause these other stores to close up, and they're doing a mighty good job. Don't you know there's something behind this? Yet you can't see it. I'm not telling you not to wait for them, but you better be looking for something else to happen. Wait there, get your money. This is something unusual. You never know nothing like this that happened before. This is strange to us. But it's happening. Huh? And they're putting them up so close. Huh? Look at us. We ain't thinking. God said, open their eyes, help them to see what is about to take place. The nation a breaking and Israel watch them awaken the signs in the Bible signs a photo the Gentiles days are numbered with harm eternity that will soon unfold. The day of redemption is near. Soon 
Listen. Men's hearts are failing for fear. Be filled, be filled with the Spirit, your lamp trimmed. Look up. Look up. That's what he's going to tell you. Get me the book of First Corinthians. Lord, I can't even say for some of y'all think it's time to get out. I was looking at them. No sooner I start to sing and they start to getting up going out. And now I'm, and I'm trying to make a point and even sing. First Corinthians, the 15th chapter, beginning with verse 1. Listen to this. Listen to this. My God, this is good teaching Paul got here. Listen. Moreover, brethren. Moreover, brethren. I declare unto you. I, listen, I declare. This thing should be declared. You should know what you're talking about. I declare unto you. The gospel which I preached unto the you. The gospel which I preached unto you. Which also ye have received. Which you have received. And wherein ye stand. Wherein you stand. By which also ye are saved. You are saved if, if ye keep in memory. You only are saved if you keep in memory what I preach what unto you. I preach unto you. You are saved only if you keep in memory. Read. Unless, Unless ye have believed in vain. Now, how would you want to spend all your years coming from back to where you are now? It is in vain. It's not because it wasn't taught. It's because you weren't listening. Listen. For I delivered unto you first of I, all. I delivered unto you first of all. That which I also received. You see, you only can deliver that you don't already receive. That which I received. How that Christ died for our sins. How he died for our sins. According to the scriptures. I, Paul said, look, these are not my words, but it's in there. According to the scriptures. And that he was buried. He was buried. And that he rose again. Uh -huh. The third day. The third day. According to the scriptures. He said, I wasn't there, but that's what the scriptures said. You'll never go wrong saying what the scriptures said. All right. And that he was seen of Cephas, uh -huh. then of the twelve. Yes. After that. After that. He was seen of about 500 brethren at once. All right. Of whom the greater part remain unto this present. Read. But some are fallen asleep. All right. After that, After that, he was seen of James. He was seen of James. Then of all the apostles. All the apostles. And last of all. See, all the apostles mean that all of them then was on one accord. They was eyewitnesses. They had to declare. And the reason why that Paul said, I declare, he mean that he had the truth just like they did. Amen. He was eyewitness. According to Luke. Well, since we're going and it's just about time to quit, go to go to First Corinthians uh, three and ten. Rooted and ground. 
According. According. To the grace of God. According. Now listen what he gets there. According to the grace of God. Which is given unto me. Now this make him different. Listen now. According to the grace of God. Which is given unto which me. Which is given unto me. As a wise master builder. You see what I mean? Paul had something very unique. Huh? He wasn't there under the same training and teaching that Peter them was. But what he got, he had to get it directly from God. He said, now a wise master builder. I have laid the foundation. He said, I've laid the foundation. And I didn't lay it according to what Peter them said. But yet I got it. I was one that persecuted in shape. But he had my show me. Because he knew I was ignorant in what I was doing. Listen to what he said. I have laid the foundation. Oh, I have laid the foundation. And another build it thereon. And another come along and build it on that foundation. But let every man. Now you know why, but yet there was only one foundation. It's because Paul was saying the same thing, teaching the same thing, preaching the same thing that Peter and the rest of them were teaching. And yet he was one that was saved out of new time. Listen. But let every man. Every man. Take heed. Every man should take heed. How he built it. Every man should take heed and that's something you ain't doing. Well, you think everybody is right like they think so. But I don't. Don't you know it, 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 that people would be glad to come here to teach and preach? Even if they didn't get no money, they'd be glad. Just for reputation, just because you know what they could do, they could thrive off this. Uh, do you know greater but them temple there in Jackson? Yeah. Well, I preached that. Oh, you did. Well, come on in. Come on in, because they know what it's supposed to stand for. Read. For other foundation, other foundation can no man lay. Other foundation can no man lay. Then that is laid. Then that is already laid. Which is Jesus Christ? Which is Jesus Christ? That's the one and only. The one and only. The only one will stand. Oh, I'm wondering in my heart how many believe that. How many will stand for that? Or how many will go along with just anything? You got the Holy Ghost, you ought to say amen. Read. Now if any man, if any man build upon this foundation, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, listen, if any man build upon this foundation, he said, I'm stretching it a little bit further. If any man will obey the teaching and the preaching, everything that you're getting here, you won't have to worry about making it. Any man build up on this foundation? Gold, gold, silver, silver, precious stone, precious stone, wood, uh -huh. hay, hay, stubble, stubble. Every man's work, every man's work shall be made manifest. It's going to be made manifest. For the day shall declare it. The day going to declare it because it shall be revealed it, by fire. It's going to be revealed by fire. And the and fire. And, 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 and that's happening now. 
That's the reason so many ain't able to stand. Amen. Fire. And the fire. And that which is not real, you're going to soon find it out. And the fire shall try every man's way. It's going to try every man's way. See of whether you got the Holy Ghost or not. Of what sort it is. What sort it is. Now let's go back and we're going to quit. Go to the 11th chapter of the book of Luke, where we was once before. Lord have mercy. Oh, we'll be through after a while. Luke 11th chapter, 21st verse. Every man's work. It's going to be manifest. It's going to be tried by fire. See what sort it is. Now listen, Luke eleven twenty one. When a strong man, when a strong man armed, armed, keepeth his palace, uh -huh. his goods are in peace. Listen. But he when a stronger, listen, when a stronger, then he shall come upon him. Ella Fortson couldn't outmuscle me. I don't believe you can get on the table and see. I'll put you down. <laughs> oh, you don't believe that, do you? But when a stronger man, I could handle him. But when a stronger man comes, and if he can overthrow me, listen. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him All right. and overcome him, and overcome him, he take it from him, he take it from him, all his armor, uh -huh. wherein he trusted. Now look what the devil would do if he could arm wrestle me and take over what I got. I want you to see it. Read. He taketh from him all his armor, all his armor, wherein he trusted, he trusted, and divided his spoils. Listen, uh huh. He that is not with me uh -huh. is against me. Read. And he that gathereth not with me uh -huh. scattereth. Read. When the unclean spirit, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, is gone out voluntarily and went out looking for somebody else to get into, for the devil is never satisfied. The Bible says that there's some in here that he could take caption right now at his own will. Now, he ain't worried about you. He lets you remain there. He don't bother you. You have a little peace, a little joy, and he ain't bothering you. But he left you here that you may get next to somebody else and overthrow them. See? Now, the devil is shrewd. Very, very shrewd. And you think you're so popular. You think you're so handsome. Until people really want you, but brother, they don't want you as mad as you think they do. The devil's just using them to get next to you. Listen to what he said. When the unclean spirit uh -huh. is gone out of a man, out of a man, he walketh through dry places. I told you this before. You didn't put him out. Now, what are y'all looking at the clock back there for? Don't, 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 don't do that. You know what time you started? That's reading the Lord. I wish Jesus would come tonight and, and, and you all that rushing out and be gone. 
but he had just come becoming temporary for you to look up and say, I see if you had to stay there a little bit longer. Something when you want to leave here, something you want to do. And God told Jesus, put up with us. I told you I see every day. Read. When the unclean spirit uh -huh. is gone out of a man, uh -huh. he walketh through dry Anybody places. Anybody want to hurry up and leave out of here and enjoying this teaching? Your mind is on the bed, on the television, on the news, and what better news you can get than you get? My Lord. <laughs> See, now you done started me on some man. <laughs> Going out of a man. He walking through dry places. He walking through dry places. Seeking rest. Uh-huh. And finding none. And, come on. He said. He said. I will return. I will return. He uh, didn't get no orders from you to ask you, hey, may I come back? He let you nothing. It's mine, he said. I will return. Unto my house. Unto my house. Whence I came out. Isn't that sad? The devil can get in some of us anytime we get ready. I wish I had a church in here that would say, man, you know that's the truth. The devil can stir some of us up anytime he get ready. Huh? Make us mad, make us do things. Huh? Anytime he get ready. Well, we're going to quit. They always say when they get quiet. But I wanted to show you in 1 Corinthians to prove to you I had to go to Luke to try to help you. If we be lost, it's not God's fault. Now, you know the reason why I'm cutting off this early? You know what time it was when we started? I haven't been teaching no hour and a half. But the reason I'm cutting off this early is to make the water call, and we got quite a few announcements you need to hear about the, who will be funeralized here on this week and the youth convention and other things you need to stay in here to hear, please. So get your announcement ready. But right now I'm asking, is there anyone here that is listening to the call that God is making to you. There's a call already gone out. They said when a whale makes a call to a mate, you can hear it over 10 miles across the ocean. What a great whale. But what about God's call? It's going out to the end of the earth. And how long have you been calling? 
very long time. Before the foundation of the world, he had this call made that you will hear it the day you'll hear his voice and harden up your heart. Is there one? Is there one that have heard the call and yet you're ignoring? Is there one that will answer the call tonight? Have you been baptized in water in Jesus' name? Have you been filled with the Holy Ghost? Are you here? Is there one? Thank you. Right now, you need to make the evil. Has something that.